You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah! What the fuck is this? That's the one. Yeah! Everyone's watching the sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be 3 0 for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. The Chris and Beers and Record on New Sportscast. Yeah. What the hell else do we have to do? DJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708 3168822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Sportscast. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, what's going on, buddy? <sighs> what's going on? We really going to have to talk about... I was, I was really thinking about pushing this show to Thursday so we could just skip discussing super... Super. Duper wild card weekend, which was to me a complete and utter bust. A dud. Um, oh my god! I was running around all day yesterday, Monday, saying, "Just go back to six teams," which makes no sense because then you just have the second bye and you eliminate Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, so you still have the same four matchups, and it still would have been a dud. Yeah. But it's... we didn't need we didn't need Philly going to Tampa. We certainly didn't need Pittsburgh going to Kansas City. I mean, I didn't even watch the Philly game. Excuse me, the Tampa game. And I didn't watch. I checked. I tapped out of Kansas City Pittsburgh when it was twenty one seven, and I tapped out. And I'm not even sure I ever even tapped into last night. Uh, yeah. Just complete garbage. All yeah, around. and it's I, like you said. I don't. I don't know. And we'll we'll get into this later. But I don't know if there's a there's a right answer as far as whether seven or six teams makes a difference. And it, it may it maybe makes this next weekend that much better because like you said, we're weeding out the bad teams, but I don't know. It's the one of the things that's great about the NFL was great about the NFL was it took ten wins essentially to make the playoffs. Maybe a squeak in with a nine, but it was the best of the nine win teams. And now my math is all screwed up because there's 17 games. Well, I wasn't you know first of all. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta completely disagree with you. Um, Miami's better nine win team than Pittsburgh was. Uh, and I'm not trying to like slip well, my, you know, slip in a conversation about my Dolphins because they suck. They blew it. They fired their coach. We all know. I'm pissed. No, no, no. I'm not I, trying to. Change. But I'm talking. But like nine, I was talking nine. Nine win teams from previous years. Oh, 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 historic nine or ten win team. You know what I mean? 
I'm just saying, like, there's, there's been years when, in previous years, that there's been plenty of teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And now we're adding one more of those teams. To me, it's, it's a failure. It's a failure. Oh, I'm, I apologize. You're agreeing with me. Great. Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it, it is amazing too. I mean, what was it last year? Chicago was in it eight and eight, right? It's, it's amazing that they even got all over 500 teams in. Right. And that's right. That is going to be the next thing that happens is you're going to get, and we already, it wasn't, um, was it two years ago when the NFC East winner was seven and nine? Was that Washington or somebody? I can't remember. Um, it was a horrible, yeah, horrible the, year for that, right? And that's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen as the as a division winner. But you know what? You win your division. That's all you have to do. You play the teams that are on your schedule. You win the games you're supposed to. You win your division. You're in. No argument there. Yeah, I mean, we had a seven and nine. I mean, the uh, that epic run by uh, Marshawn Lynch, which I think is the best play I've ever seen in the NFL against the Saints. They were seven and nine. Got the home game, knocked the Saints out of the playoffs. Better that team than the, what were they, 12-5 and five Dallas Cowboys who get to fucking walk through the NFC East and then play like they did on Sunday. I mean. We will oh, definitely God. be getting to that game, but we oh, called we it last week. Yeah, yeah. We called it last week. We went, yes. you and I both sat here and picked San Francisco, the sixth seed, the third-ranked team in their division because Dallas didn't play shit. They played nobody. Yep. And it was and very they lost clear. to the teams they played. Yeah. They lost to an Arizona team a few weeks ago that, oof, I don't know. I mean, just looking at the statistics from last night, it's like, God, they got killed. Does DeAndre Hopkins make that big of a difference? I don't know. I don't know. That's, you know, and, and you're right, TM, is I was I was super fired up this weekend. Had a busy weekend, so I was kind of jumping in and out. But 80% of the games I turned on, and it, it's it's like that uh, that Grandpa Simpson meme where I, like, opened the door, walked in, and then just walked right back out. Like, I, I didn't need to see him. No. The Bills game was over by the time I turned it on. The, uh, the, the Chiefs and pittsburgh game it was close i went and you know did uh you know took care of the kids or whatever come back at nine o'clock and it's 21 to 7 at halftime when it was seven to nothing with four minutes to go before that i mean every game seemed to be worse and worse as as the weekend went on and that's not saying a whole lot tm because the first game of the weekend was all about the refs. And I know oh, you have a ton to say about that that Bengals Raiders game. It couldn't it didn't go three and a half seconds. It didn't go three plays without flags. And and that's really and I know you've got a lot to say about that. And that's really the the theme of the weekend. Flags and the officials being part of these games. And people always joke, you know, the third team on the field it couldn't be more apparent than it was this weekend. Yeah, it was yeah, that game and the Dallas game. 
I mean, again, the other games were really, un, you didn't even have to watch them, like you said. But those two games where there was actually, I guess you could say, drama or one-score games down the stretch, they didn't. there was no entertainment value to those games. It was just frustration. And, I mean, the end of the Dallas game was highly entertaining. But right. getting to the point, I mean, you know, getting to that point, you're just like, what am I watching? I mean, I kept texting the, the fantasy group because I needed to, like, just get it out of my system. I was like sitting on the couch, just like, come on. Why do I, like, I didn't want to watch. Why am I watching this? That's, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm watching this because I have to fucking talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to check out. Can I tap out of the NFL playoffs? <laughs> you can tap out of the weekend. Okay? But when you go 12 yeah. and 0, baby, come on. That's right. I know what's going on. We got this. In general, though, I mean, it was, you know, the to a certain extent, if you're not a fan or if you are a casual fan, you you got to to not watch games. You know, like games were blowouts. You're like, all right, I'll go do something else. And then the few games at the end were entertaining uh, as they came down the stretch. And I guess you get a little bit of what you want. But in the NTM we do have four pretty awesome matchups this weekend. Yes. 100% and, agree. Wow. Like it's the top the top 8 teams. Right. And it yeah, it couldn't be it couldn't have worked out better. Um and there's a lot of storylines, you know, between the games and you know, old old and new and and you know, the up and coming teams versus the veterans and uh, you know, the young bucks, you know, you know, is it their time to shine? We'll get into all that. It's super exciting. I've got my own, you know, kind of, uh, uh, Cinderella pick. And then my pick that I actually think is going to kind of come out in the end. And it just goes to, to show that quarterback play for the most part, reign supreme in the nfl Mm -hmm. and say Mm -hmm. what you will about jimmy g but he did what he had to do and you know leaned on his d a little bit leaned on one of the most yeah i was gonna say the most dynamic players in football it's unbelievable um but we're gonna get some key matchups this weekend and um really looking forward to it amen Amen. With that said, TM, we did get we we put out the call because we wanted to hear what the listeners and the fans had to say. So we we asked for another influx of BSVs. Um, we got some earlier today. We had some yesterday, and then we got a couple more tonight. So again, we're going to run the show like we typically will if we've got a good amount of. Uh, caller interaction and and kind of gauge our response and our reactions to the game uh based on that so i guess with well, that yeah time, i anything, mean anything you want to get to before we get to that no but i just want before you run the sound i just want to say like i mean i reached out to our our group of because i mean we've got chiefs tons of chiefs fans tons of bills fans and you know i want to hear their reaction and their opinion on what's coming up this weekend, because like, I don't, I don't really have anything to say 
because the games were so bad. Not that, I mean, I had a lot to complain about and the, of the officiating and stuff, but I want to hear some reaction from our, like, you know, our KC and our Buffalo people. Like, I, I don't think I've been more excited. Like, the last time I was this excited for a, a matchup like this was last year's AFC Championship game. Like, I love this matchup. These te- All right, get some voicemails and then we'll get into it. <laughs> I'm, fine. I'm just really fired up about that game. Call in, leave your voicemail, your disgust, although I don't think we have any, oh, well, we do have one, we do have one caller who may be disgusted with his team's performance this weekend. I don't know if we're going to get him, but we'll see. Uh, All right, Uh, first caller, Uh, I don't know who this is, let me see, here we go. Hey guys, me, had to call in, had to, had to, had, had to, after last night's game. Oh my god, that is the best game I have ever seen the Bills play. Allen was on point, Hyde, formal, formal, can't talk, former U, University of Iowa football player, was amazing, Everybody clicked. Um, a little issue with the kicker. Hopefully that gets ironed out. Bass has me a little bit concerned. But overall, amazing. Trying not to, I'm trying to stay humble because we still have another game yet. We don't know who we're playing as of Saturday at 1243 p.m. Yes, I timestamped that bitch. Sunday. So I am going to ask you to do one thing for me. One little thing. I want my Bill's theme song. I want to hear it. Please, 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 please. Okay. I'll talk to y'all later. We gonna get high. The Bills make me wanna kick your heels up and throw your hands up and throw your head back and come on now. The Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will. Come on, come on. Say you will. Come on and shout. Say you will. Yeah. Buffalo's happening now. You're on the moon now. Bills are happening now. We're making it happen now. Got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. Got the spirit. Watch it happen now. Hey, 
make me wanna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that is an actual sound coming out of Jeremy's voicemail, out of her mouth during a voicemail. <sighs> oh, yeah. So she mentioned something in that call about the kicking. Uh, yep. Tyler Bass missed two extra points. Uh, my wife was not thrilled about that. Um, I obviously it did not matter, but I mean, are we really that concerned? I mean, it was shitty weather again. Now, wasn't didn't one of them? We, one of them was tipped, right? Or was it? Yeah, one of them at least. Right. I I don't know. I mean, I it's. It's nothing to it's nothing to worry about at this point, but you know, you say that and then Literally. when it goes bad, who knows. Right. Well, yeah, I mean that's what you have to talk about. You played a hell of a game as a unit. Yeah. <laughs> Your team played great. So, I guess Tim with that, let me so like I said, it was Saturday night. I was out doing some things. Uh or maybe I was, you know, we were doing, you know, watching something with the family and you know, eight o'clock rolls around and I turn or nine, it was like nine o'clock. I turned the game on and it's like you said, it was 20 to nothing. So what was the, I mean, do you, I, I haven't seen all that many clips. I've just seen touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. So was it just a straight manhandle by the bills? Just everything that they were doing was the right thing. And everything that the Patriots were doing, was just the wrong thing. Or was it that they were, actually outmatched and New England just didn't have an answer for it. Um I mean you've got the the I believe it was the Carlos Hyde interception on the first New England was driving to, you know, equal the score, seven seven. And Mac Jones threw a nice ball into the left corner of the end zone and he just I came out of nowhere and picked it off. And from there, they were just gone. Um, it's just, it's just more everything that Buffalo did. They, you know, they just couldn't do it. They did nothing wrong. I mean, every play worked. Uh, Singletary was running the ball, catching passes out of the backfield. All the receivers are involved. Dawson Knox has two touchdowns. The guy usually, usually drops both of those passes. I mean, they just, they could do nothing wrong. They played great. Uh, Josh Allen played out of his ass running, you know, big run here. Just, it was dominant. It was dominant. The The New England defense, I mean, they lost four of their last five games this season. Um, just, uh, just got dominated. And uh, a question for Mr. Jack Valley. Um, so now that you have uh, taken your exit the way you have from the playoffs, I, I'm just going to repeat myself saying Dolphin swept the Pats this year. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel better about that than you've got to feel right now. And I love all the New England fans. There's so much. There is nothing better this week than going under a meme about the like about the Pats by a Bills site or a Bills fan and scrolling through the comments and all the Bills fans celebrating and then like the New England fans that just, you know, pop in every once in a while. Like, oh, it took you 20 years take over the division you know like all stuff like that we got six rings what you got it's like listening to yankee fans yeah oh yeah and that's so what i mean that's it's highly entertaining. entertaining highly entertaining 
that's all they can, you know, hang their hat on, which is nothing bad to hang your hat on. But again, you know, there's, there's like, Hey, listen, guy. rookie, look what he did. Look what they did with a rookie quarterback. I mean, you know, again, we could do this with almost every team in the league. Let's go down the list of these team schedules and who did they beat? I mean, right. we could do that with most teams, but New England had a solid win against Tennessee. They almost beat the Bucks early in the season when they were fully healthy. I mean, they had a good year. The D, I guess the D just kind of ran out of gas maybe in the end. They're two other older, older guys, you know. And it was also zero degrees. So if you go down three scores, oh, yeah. there's not a lot of athletes who are going to stick that out. And, yeah, and that's, I mean, it, it's, it's maybe is it, is it's the official. And, and I don't know. I mean, it's so tough to say with Brady not being there, you know, but. It's kind of the, you know, that that was the official, all right, but Buffalo, here you go, turning of the tides, right? Here, this is, now it's your time, it's our time, you know, or, or now we've got to kind of fight back to be, I don't want to say relevant again, but, you know, to be a, you know, competitor or to, to really compete for the Super Bowl. And I don't know that, you know, will New England be able to keep it up? How long will Belichick be around? You know, is Mac Jones who we think he could be? Because as we know, TM, and we've talked about on this show, there is a sophomore slump for a lot of these quarterbacks as teams start yeah. to understand how they play and what they do, and yeah. what they do well, what they do not so well. It'll be very interesting to see. Um, but with that, I want to talk, you know, it looks like Buffalo – Got the running game going a little bit. It looks like they got everybody involved. And is it – Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's no answer. It just happened, right? It is what it is. They looked amazing. They no, looked it, how everybody thought that they could have and should have listen, looked all year long. This is, this, is, this is how – this is my take on it. That game in Buffalo back whatever week it was, 15, 14 – when New England threw the ball three times, ran it down their throat in that hard, in that bad weather, beat them fourteen ten. I think that that game, that is that is the turning point of the season for the for the Bills and kind of for the Patriots too, because like I said, they lost four or five. Um, they win that game. I'm sorry, they lose that game. You've got the defensive players at the press conference snapping at the reporters for certain questions. Uh, McDermott was snapping at reporters and you could just tell like the frustration was impossible for that team to hide ever since then they've been on fire and Josh Allen in particular has been on fire it's like he snapped out of it and said all right enough of this bullshit I need to play to the the abilities to my abilities and how I played last year and just you know we got to get our shit together here and they did it and that game I mean, they went to New England, smacked them there. Josh Allen had an amazing game. And then they did it again in this game. Like, I just think they got over the hump of just maybe feeling like, you know, like if you, if you give up a touchdown or something against a team like New England when you haven't beaten them that often, you're like, oh, God, here we go again. I think after they went to New England, they fucking took it to them. They, they had nothing but confidence going into this postseason game. There was no way they were going to be denied in that situation. And it just steamrolled because 
like it just did. I mean, they just poured it on. I mean, they went seven straight possessions with a touchdown. I mean. Yeah, they said it's the only perfect game in the Super Bowl era. No punts. It's not a perfect game. I Perfect offense. It's not a perfect offense. It's not. It's not, dude. They missed two extra points. It's not perfect. <sighs> I believe that that would have to be the argument there. All I'm saying is what was repeated. Or I'm repeating what was said. Anyway. I'm I'm repeating a comment below that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? That guy got it right. Tyler Bass blew it. He missed two extra points. That ain't perfect. That's special teams, yo. Yo, you know what it was, son? It was a no-hitter because there were two walks. There were two walks. Yes, thank you. Yeah, the two extra points were walks. Two hit by pitch. (laughs) Either way, still unbelievably impressive. Seven drives, seven touchdowns, no punts. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And if you're a Bills fan like Kerry and like Jared E who called in, I mean, you've got to be – I mean, it's a that's a it is a great watch, especially doing it to New England. New England. Yeah, you know, it's it's like Michigan pummeling Ohio State. It just feels that much better. So, agree. And Jets and Dolphins fans around the world are, are enjoyed it as well. Thank you, Buffalo. <laughs> With that, all right, our next caller. None other than Mr. Jack Valley. Oh. What's up, gentlemen? Jack. Uh, I'm calling because TM told me to in the fantasy football chat. Uh, <laughs> do I have thoughts on the game from Saturday? Well, you know, TM, you'll know this, and I am in the car, so there's your fucking blinker. Deal with it. Uh, TM, you'll know this. Uh, he texted me, asked me how, the game, how I thought the game was going to go, and I said, We'll know by the end of the first quarter, and we did. You know, um, I think uh, at the end of the day, it was a good season. It was better than last year. Um, there was some weird stuff that happened after the bye. Um, I don't know if it was COVID-related. I don't know really what happened to Matthew Judon down the stretch. Um, but the age of the defense really became an issue, and that's all there is to say about that. I think the future still looks pretty bright for the team. I think Mac looks good. He doesn't look great yet, but I think he could be great if he has, you know, sort of a security blanket type receiver and another sort of, um, uh, sorry, uh, hesitating to speak here because somebody just tried to come me off in a fucking Toyota. Um, no, I think if he has a nice security blanket and, you know, the defense gets a little bit younger. Maybe this Cameron McGrone guy that they drafted is a decent linebacker. And, uh, yeah, maybe they can do something there. I don't know if the offense gets a huge overhaul. They spent a lot on it this year. Maybe somebody like a Calvin Ridley or a Mike Williams gets loose and ends up on the team. I could see something like that. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really that surprised by what I saw. It was kind of just a – you know, it, it was uh, was it an embarrassing loss? Yeah, but it, like it wasn't even the only embarrassing loss of the weekend. So I just don't really have very strong feelings about this game. Uh, it kind of went the way that I expected it to, and yeah, um, that's it. So peace. I really appreciate the call from the car. 
as I always do it for the bench cast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there you go. That's that, you know, that's a level headed outlook on their season. There, something was weird out of the bye, and uh, you know, old age Judon was a game wrecker for much of the season, and he, yeah, interesting. But, yeah, so I guess the jury's out on Mac Jones. Good first year. Playoffs in his first year. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. They got a good running game. They, uh, yeah. It's, I guess the question, really, I mean, how long is Belichick really going to coach? You know, I mean, is he going to see Mac Jones's career through? Doubt it. Um, but it could be McDaniel that takes over. So, Or his mullet son. I don't know how that's going to work. but. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I um it's uh yeah, I mean I don't there's nothing, you know, this again, it's it's kind of a sour taste in you know, the in the eyes of New England fans, but I mean they had a good season. Nobody expected them to be where they were. And no, you don't, you know, and I I don't know. I don't necessarily buy that Jack says, you know, that's kind of what I expect. I mean, you didn't expect to give up seven touchdowns and not make them punt. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, you know, you expected it to be difficult for your team to maybe keep up with the Bills. And that's exactly, you know, how it happened, just in a little bit of a worse way. Yeah. Um, and that's all you can say. And and Jack's absolutely right. All you can do is look forward to next year, uh, you know, see how the pieces are going to fall, see how those young uh pieces you know your receivers your quarterback do you need like he's saying do you need to add it uh a guy from free yeah, agency they need, they need a you know? they need a receiver they need a receiver i mean they like, don't want they don't know, this, isn't have, Bra- this isn't brady right. here he's not gonna make you know a nobody a star they need a receiver I mean, james white was also hurt all season i mean that could have been a major difference maker uh, excuse me, Super Bowl champion James White and um, Super Bowl hero, <laughs> hero, super, yeah, Super Bowl legend. Um, what's his face? Like Aguilar. Just the fact that Nelson Aguilar is like a technical number one for that team. Um, unless maybe it is, became Jacoby Myers, maybe as the season progressed. The fact that uh, Nelson Aguilar is even in the conversation of somebody who is like a starter on your team. I mean, the guy's done nothing. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like everybody needs it with these wide receivers. I'm so tired of these guys who have proven nothing getting this like, Oh, well we got Nelson Aguilar. Oh yeah. What has he done? Nothing. Right. No, nobody was excited about that. I'll tell you who looked pretty good for that. I mean, Jacoby Myers had a pretty good year, so he's improving. Um, that um, Kendrick Bourne, I know it was garbage time, but he looked good. Yeah, and, and he second had, he half had, of that game, so maybe he's he emerges because he's well, he young. Kinda, yeah, he kind of started stepping up a little bit more at the end of the year um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, but it's it's like everything, you know. The who's it? Nikhil Harry, you know, is that who mm-hmm. it is? You know, and then like never yeah. has, hasn't done much, and I don't I don't know a ton about him. I don't know if he's hurt or, but you know, it's one of those draft picks that you need to show up, and if not, then you need to do something. And I have full confidence that Belichick and the Patriots will, you know, do what they need to do to stay competitive. It's just going to be a matter of whether or not they're going to be there next year. So yeah, enough of them. Nobody right. wants to talk about the Pats. We do it enough on this show. 
Uh, so let's move on. <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm just gonna. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. This will. This will take us. And I have some other thoughts on the Buffalo Bills, but I will uh, save them until we kind of get into a little bit of next week's or the upcoming matchups to to get your take on kind of their reaction and maybe overreaction to this victory. But we'll save that. All right. Here we go. Going on, Sportscast. Hope you enjoyed that "quote unquote" super wild card weekend. To me, it was kind of underwhelming. Super uh, duper. Two points I want to ask <laughs> about certain people that were playing this weekend. First one is Dak Prescott. To me, oh, he is Kirk Cousins with a better PR team. He's got all the tools. <laughs> he's got all the weapons. Puts up great stats in the regular season, but at the end of the day, one and three in the playoffs just is not going to cut it, especially as a home favorite. Eventually, you gotta you got to deliver. They're paying you all that money, much like Kirk Cousins. I get the defense is, is what it is, and the offensive line is nowhere near what it used to be, but eventually you got to get over that hump, and I don't think he's that guy. Speaking of people who are not that guy, that brings me to Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, my God. I... Statistically, they've gotten better in the three years he's been there. But this year they started 8-1. and one, And then they go 3-5, and five, including losing you five of your last six. And this is no coincidence with Kingsbury. Texas Tech, 13-18 to 18 when he was the coach. He lost, at 2018, he lost his last five games, 17, 6-8, 16, 6-8. And the Cardinals, three years he's been there, lost five of his last six this year, lost five of seven last year, and lost seven of his last nine last year. So I I think he's not the guy either. I mean, he has a history of these late-season collapses. So just want to know your thoughts on those two guys. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Talk to you boys soon. Bye. I heard that. I heard that statistical breakdown about his, uh, you know, his career, uh, Kingsbury's career, and how he fo- like his teams fold late down the stretch. Uh, it's pretty fascinating stuff, honestly. Like just to consistently do that, just to be able to yeah, not close it out, and uh, I don't know. I mean, there is something with him. Um, again, something about them, yeah, coming out and doing their, you know, their best uh, impression early on of, of, you know, a dominant team early on. And then like, is it, is it coaching? Is it strength and conditioning? Is it the fact that they play in Arizona? Is it them, you know, is it, is it Kingsbury and his staff, you know, reading their own headlines, not putting in the work that they need to when they get out to that hot start? I think it all, I, right. and I would agree with Matt. I mean, I think it stems from that coaching staff, if nothing else. Now, in in okay, in in that game with that game, all right, yeah, <clears throat> you know that's the storyline for the Cardinals, Kingsbury, and uh, eight and one start, and and all that disappointing end of their season. Um, they got trucked by the defensive line of the Rams. Now, I followed the first quarter and a half of this game on my phone putting my son to bed last night, 
And, you know, so like I'm reading him a book, he's falling asleep, I'm just checking the score, you know, back and forth when I can. And every time Arizona had the ball, it was like third and 17. I mean, it was like they were dominated in one of the two games or three games of the weekend where we actually thought there was, you know, that it could be a like a close game. Yeah. And they, I mean, Murray was sacked, I don't even know how many times. I mean, it was like, it might have been the worst beating of the weekend. It wasn't, it wasn't so, a sack. I mean, it was as much just tackles for losses, right? Screen plays yeah. and running backs. And you're absolutely right. They And if they weren't getting to the quarterback, they were holding and getting pushed back because yeah. of penalties. Yeah, just out, just outplayed, you know, out physical. And uh, look, I, I, you know, sometimes I think you just run into a team that, I mean, we always known that the Rams can do that. I think both of us picked them. We picked, we definitely had them in the playoffs. We picked them to win that division. Um, they did it a few years ago, even though we all know that the Saints should have been in. Um, but that, that that is what that defense is built to do. They are built to get to the quarterback. So, I mean, I'm, am I surprised? Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it happened the way that it did because the game really was over as soon as it started. I mean, you just saw the – I mean, I'm following the first three drives for Arizona, and I'm just like, well, they're not going to – they're not going to do anything all night. The under's coming in here, and at 14-0, Rams get the second touchdown, and I'm like, this game's over. Yeah, and then so, uh, and then and then yeah. you had the the pick six, and I mean at that point, oh yeah, you know then that made it twenty one, right? That yeah. yeah, that's when it was three scores. It was over there. Yeah, and then and then you're playing, over. then you're in a you know in a sprint, you know, against the Rams who didn't need to. They got Cam Akers back, who looked unbelievable for tearing his Achilles six week or six months ago. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they just on both sides of the ball, they just flex their muscle that's all that you watching that game that's all that it was there was nothing super special they didn't do anything that you know big and flashy i mean stafford had a couple nice throws and obj top five top five obj had a great catch in the back of the end zone on a great ball from stafford but that was early you know other than that they you know they had some struggles but they kept just doing what they do and then counted on their defense. Did you watch the majority of the game? I watched a good amount of the game, yes. In so were you sense. watching? Because I checked on my phone at one point. They were, they were like scuffling a lot. And then um, Buda Baker's injury, which did yeah. not look good. Yeah. So what were they? Uh, Don, uh, Darnold. What the fuck is his name? Darnold, Donald, Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald. <laughs> Donald, Darnold, Donald, Donald. He... Ripped off the the Cardinal player's helmet, right? Yeah, so and they, that's what they, got it all started. Yeah, they just were battling, you know, kind of in the trenches the whole night. And then, um, so yeah, Donald got a penalty. And then uh, one of the offensive linemen for the the Cardinals got a penalty. And it was just chippy. It was nothing, yeah, yeah. you know, more than what you typically see with the, with any of those guys, you know, down in the trenches. Um, well, cause acre after the Buddha Baker injury, I'm watching, like I'm seeing all this on my phone on mute, but then um, 
who was it? It was uh, Akers, I think, who had his helmet off and was just like screaming back at the Cardinal. I'm like, what is going on in this game? Just run the clock out. <laughs> it's uh, clearly over. Yeah, and that was that was exactly yeah. it. It just it, it was chippy when it was, but that's what happens, and that's even the announcers uh, were you know saying that. They're like, why is Aaron Donald getting into this? You know, you've got a big lead. You're up 28 to nothing or whatever it was at the time. And they were right. You know, it's like, just get out of there. Like, you guys are up 28 to nothing. And then Arizona scores. And still nobody can give me a reason. Uh, maybe math. I don't know. But the Cardinals score a touchdown. It's 28 to 6. And they go for 2. Nah, I, I agree. What is the point there? Because the only thing I could think of in my brain was, well, if the Rams kick a field goal, it still technically technically could be a four-possession game, right? If you go for two every time, you can score 32 and win 32 to 31. <laughs> I don't know. But then the, yeah, then the Cardinals end up kicking a field goal anyway, and it's all for not. Yeah, yeah. Kyler Murray they're just looked thinking lost, that they're man. smart, or maybe they're just trying to. Yeah, he looked friggin' Jesus. Yeah, I mean, at good. one point, maybe it was like halftime. Arizona had two interceptions, three first downs, forty yards of total. I mean, it was pathetic. And then you know they got a bunch of junk, you know, uh, garbage time stats, and their stats look a little bit better in terms of first downs and all that. Right. But here's the thing, and this is exactly what. The Rams need Matt Stafford only threw 17 passes. He was 13 for 17 wow. for 202 and two touchdowns. I mean, he had a perfect, almost a perfect passer rating. That's all that you need him to do, though. If you right. can run the ball, Cam Akers ran it 17 times for 55 yards. And if I look up, uh, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle rushed 13 times for 58 yards. So, I mean, they rushed for, you know, 140 yards, and but they just didn't need to, right? Odell Beckham. Well, look, it's running the ball and and defense, right? I mean, that's that's playoff football. 100%. And nobody had a, you know, Cooper Cup had 61 yards, Beckham had 54, Higby had 46. Nobody blew up. They played as a team. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. And they dominated that game. That's all there is to it. You know, and their prize now is to go to Tampa and uh, play Super Bowl. Play the Brady's. Brady. <laughs> yeah. The fighting Brady's. Let's, let's, yeah, we'll talk about that after the calls. Very uh, excited about that one, too. Do you want to? Sunday's a, Sunday's a great day. Oh, yes. Uh, do you want to talk about Dallas? Do you want to see if we get other calls on Dallas and save that? Let's go. Yeah, let's just move save on. it. Yeah, just let's in, move on to it. Next yeah, time. let's just in case somebody else calls about it. Right. Here we go. Good evening, boys. Just the uh, the Pollock calling. <laughs> oh, Zed. Also known as your Browns correspondent. With <laughs> there no Browns information, I'll just say this: Mayfield will be signed next year because who the fuck is going to sign him with his fourteen surgeries? They'll deal with him next year, but seriously. You have the third best quarterback in the division. You ain't winning shit. Now let's get to teams that are relevant. Okay? Let's talk playoffs. <laughs> NFC. Three out of the four teams 
if they were to go to the Super Bowl, I would be completely satisfied with. The only other team, of course, 49ers, which their time is up this weekend. Uh, Rodgers, I don't care what you say about the hippie, the motherfucker's good. He's at home. The whole team seems happy. They're rested. San Francisco's done. Tampa Bay and the Rams. This is one of the two games that I'm very interested in. It's it's one of those te- those games where whoever wins, I don't think it's going to be close. Whoever wins is going to be a blowout, but I can't tell you who the fuck it's going to be. Bills, Chiefs. Can we just call this the fucking Super Bowl? Um, during the course of the season, you're playing for home field advantage. Blah, blah, blah. This is where it really matters because I picked the Bills to go, but the Chiefs being at home, fuck, I don't know if that's the deal breaker. I, I'm still, I think it's the Bills year. I'm going Bills. Cincy, Tennessee. This is one of those who give, who cares, right? If you're a football fan, you're going to love this game because I'm really curious on it. I really don't know who's going to win this game, but you're going to go against the winner of Bills Chiefs. Yeah, okay. We'll see what happens there. As far as the Cincinnati game last week of the referees, yeah, I'll say this. I know TM's probably going to talk all about this referee bullshit. I Googled it, or researched it. When I say I researched it, that means I Googled it. The average age of referees (laughs) is 51. Okay. Maybe you need to get younger referees because, hell, I'm I'm 50. I might be the senior group guy in this group. Pat might be a little older. I'm not sure. Fuck, yeah, get some younger guys in there. Other than that, I I don't know what – I, I don't know what to say. But my last point is a pet peeve in the NFL. If it's third and two and you know you're going for it on fourth down, why the fuck do you run a pass play on third? He got cut off. Hold on. He got cut off? <laughs> there you go, then. Fuck, man. Wait, this, this Google bitch right. hates my ass. So anyway, my pet peeve. If it's third and two and you know you're going for it on fourth down, as a coach, why do you run these fucking pussy ass bootleg pass plays when just if you can't get two yards running, then fucking go to the goddamn locker room and take your panties off. Anyway, boys, <laughs> thanks for the show. I'll be listening to you as I'm humping fucking engines on midnight shift. Later. I uh, love it. I love it, Ed. Hump. What was that there? Humping, Humping engines. Uh, what does it say? Uh, engines. I hope he said engines. He did say <laughs> engines. Okay. On the midnight shift. <sighs> yeah. Uh, all right. So much. Lots. Lots to digest there. Um, we'll talk about. You know. We'll get into into predictions. I guess uh, a little bit later in the show. Um, Let's talk about TM a little bit. We we talked a little bit on the top of the show, the Bills and the Ra- or the Bills, the Bengals and the Raiders. Um, mm. I mean, this was the Jamar Chase show once again, the Joe Burrow show, and it was only and I don't want to say it was by the the help of the refs or however you want to say, but I mean Vegas kept it close. 
But that game was an abomination. I didn't see the first half, but after I saw you texting everybody and you were texting me directly, TM, like about the flags and all this, I turned it on and sure as shit, man, it was horrendous. Absolutely horrible. Um, I'm not sure what the what the what the solution is. People bitch and have bitched about the refs for decades. Is the solution, like Ed says, getting younger? Well, I don't know. I, he might not be wrong. Like from that point of view, I would say, you know, pay them a lot, make it more of a career. You know, like, I mean, you always hear about how Major League Baseball umpires in the offseason, they blah, blah, blah. You know, they're not making enough to... So maybe that's the problem. I mean, with all the money that is going around in these sports between the players, the coaches, the teams, blah, blah, blah. Why not pay? I mean, they are on the field. Pay them money, like real money to get it right. But listen... I, I gotta be honest, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up for the for the remainder of this show. How for however many years we do it, it's not the only factor involved here, and that you don't you don't know what is going on in these games. But my big gripe with that game, and I they had brought it up on the broadcast, that was like a a team of officials put like you know picked and choosed from like yeah. other team uh referee other teams from the season. Groups. So they yeah. weren't like a team that worked 18 weeks together. And then there was five alternates on the sideline. If you had noticed one of them was with, uh, what the heck is the Raiders coach? I guess not anymore, but he was, he was checking in with him during all the bullshit and I'm looking and I'm like, that guy should be the head ref. <laughs> like I've seen him at, I've seen him do 15 games this year. He's 10 times better than these idiots on the field. Why is he an alternate? Yeah, and it just doesn't make any, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But I also, I just believe too, you know, these games, once these guys start throwing flags and getting yelled at, they will tend to throw more because they're like, you want to say that shit to me? You want to... Yell at me. You want to? I keep hearing you say this. You know what? Here's another one. Here's another one. And they just start looking for calls. And I mean, come on. You know, there could be a, there could be a hold in the secondary on every play. There could be a hold in the offensive line on every play. So, like, what is the motivation for the the flags? I just don't get it. But in that game, though, I'm going off on a tangent. In that game, every time they threw a flag. And after they had mentioned that these guys had not all worked together, you they then proceed to discuss every flag for literally two minutes plus on the field. And that is what was really getting to me because it's just like we're trying to watch a playoff game where it's close enough. It's one score and we're we're taking a break every 10 seconds for minutes at a time so they can talk about getting it wrong because <laughs> they just kept getting it wrong anyway. Yeah. I, and uh, yeah, that game never should have been that close. Bengal Raiders shot themselves in the foot so many times in the first half. The Bengals could have put them away and they didn't. That could have been another blowout. Really? That oh, yeah. game was a lot oh, closer yeah. than it should have been. Bengals yeah, played much better. Yeah. Uh, the, to 
lots of things in, in your comments. Um, yes, I've always thought that the way that they do the the playoff referees is poor or bad because um, they all get graded throughout the season, right? They get graded for the games they do, and they get downgraded if they make bad calls. And, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, having – you know, it's like an offensive line. Like, you need to – you need to have that cohesive unit to be able to officiate a game correctly. And just throwing a bunch of guys together, you think that it should work itself out, you know, because they, they do exactly as, as they're supposed to do. Everybody has a job. It just doesn't work that way. Um, and, and the money thing, they did come out a little while ago uh, and, and they started paying – the referees more, but still there's only, they only work for six months, eight months. So they're not going to just sit around. They're going to, you know, you see Gene Steratore who's on TV now when he was a head official, head referee, he was also refing college basketball games in the big 10. Right. That, that in season, right? right? That there is what the bigger issue is. I think when they're in season, they need to, you know, they have mandatory things that they need to get together and watch and, you know, treat them like a football team. Give them an off season, but treat them as they should be in every one of these weeks that they need to work. Um, I will. So there was that controversial play with the whistle blowing, TM. Mm-hmm. The touchdown. Yes, I know. So I, in seeing the replays, this is, I, I want to say this is not – when I turned the game on, it was what at the end, end of the second or end of the first half. Yeah. 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 Sometimes something like it was that. first half. It and was first half. Yeah. This is right around when I turned the game on and I didn't think I didn't see it making a difference. It looks maybe like one of the Raiders defensive backs kind of gives up, but I don't think so, man. I think, I think it was Tyler, Boyd. I think Boyd was open. I think Burrow hit him open and the whistle was what it was. I don't think it affected how they were playing defense. And so I'm okay with them not calling it. And I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth a little bit later on. But I want the call to be right. An inadvertent whistle doesn't get the call right. I want the touchdown well, to count. Did, yeah, well, does, it, does an inadvertent whistle mean that the play has they were saying that the play should be replayed yeah it should be dead down should be played yeah it should be dead ball yeah now if the guy blew the whistle because he thought burrow stepped out of bounds i mean it wasn't even his foot wasn't even close close. no and i think that i mean uh it's it's annoying but i think you're right like he was tyler boyd was wide open Right. I mean, and if, wide if open that's, in the back of the like end zone. The, it was a Burrow made a great play. Nobody was defending that. Right. If if that is if if they call that back and that game ends up in a tie and the Bengals lose in overtime, how do you justify that? And I guess yeah. the only justification is that that's the rule, right? But that's not how the right. game played out, which is what we're trying. This is why why instant replay was created in the first place and why it's still around and why there's challenges and why there's reviews of scoring plays. It's to get the plays correct. Yep, you're right. No, you're right. I mean, inadvertent whistle, 
That could have came to me when I watched the play live. I heard the whistle. But in my mind, I thought it came from like the crowd or something. Like I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, it was strange. And that's why I, and um, I haven't – I don't know if there was an explanation from the refs, but I, actually I thought I did hear that they that they, uh, that they either apologized or they had uh, – they got, they got suspended or, or had uh, – No, they're, the team will, will most likely not work the remainder of the playoffs. Okay, was what it, it was. The league had announced that after, yeah. So, all right, good job, dude, but you uh, – yeah, you're a little late. You're about 60 minutes too late on that decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it just uh, snowballs. You know, when you watch a game in the, like I always say that when you realize there's a third team on the field, it just, once it starts, it just never stops. I mean, you know, it just never stops. Like, just stop. Make, get, a little, get in a huddle and say, all right, let's let them play for four downs. I mean, obviously, the blatant stuff you have to call, but no, but I'm not complaining about that stuff. Yeah, you know, and when there's when there's a the ridiculous ball. pass interference, when there's a ridiculous pass interference, and it doesn't look ridiculous in live speed, but then in a replay, it's blatant. I shut my mouth. You know, I know, really I see tough. it and I go, all right. Sometimes you can't see what they see from their angle. Blah blah blah. I'll tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit on another group. This weekend, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times teams ran plays and the camera guys didn't know where the ball was going. <laughs> it Following kept happening. And I'm like, it. what are you guys doing? But you know what? That's probably just a product of the games being absolute bores. They're they were probably asleep. bored too. Cameras just drooping down as they're sleeping. Yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. No more bitching. Let's move on. Uh, well, let's. So I think the last call is going to be things about the. The Chiefs. So Chiefs, I do want to yeah. talk. I do want to talk about the rate or the uh, the Cowboys game. 49ers. No, 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 no. Play, play the, play this, play okay. this voicemail, and then we'll, then we'll do Dallas. All right, let's do that. Dallas. Is its whole other is a whole other animal. <laughs> All right, here we go. How about those Chiefs? There he is. Well, that was a fairly quick and easy playoff. Well, I won't say easy, but playoff win there for the Chiefs. Uh, what a crazy easy. weekend. <clears throat> of course, it all went kind of how I expected it to. There was a lot of blowouts, which did kind of suck. It does go to show some of the teams probably didn't need to be there. Um, <clears throat> we'll start with uh, the, uh, I guess, the first couple games with the Bills blowing out the Patriots, which... You know, that's always kind of nice to see. He always hate Vilicek and get, getting in there. But I, I kind of really thought he would make it a little bit tougher for him. But, uh, yeah, you know, Mac Jones, is. I guess he's just not quite the guy yet, yet or will be, I'm assuming, later. But uh, not there yet. <clears throat> Josh Allen then just rolled right over him, which I knew was going to probably happen. So anyway, that was pretty wild. Um, and after that, the other game, I don't even remember what the other game was. That's how boring it was. Um, but then <laughs> Sunday night, or well, Sunday, I actually uh, did enjoy watching games, the uh, Cowboys and their uh, loss, which I, <laughs> they always buckle in great Dallas fashion, so it's always fun to watch. Plus, I was kind of rooting for the 49ers a little bit. Uh, I always kind of liked them a little. They used to be my old team on the NFC back in the day, so I always kind of like rooting for them, even though I hate the owner. But uh, 
anyway, other than that, uh, Chief's coming in there and uh, taking hand, taking control over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I love how we get all this talk about how the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win that game. And I, I, I don't know where, you know, I guess false hope or something. All these Bills fans were hoping the Chiefs would get knocked out so they wouldn't have to come play them. Uh, but, uh, had news for him. Uh, didn't happen. So, come on up here. Bring, bring the Bills around here. Let's see what they got. Personally, I think the Chiefs are going to win that game by at least seven points. Uh, I know Vegas has only got them up by two. It's going to be a good game. I mean, uh, they're both pretty good teams, but I just, I don't believe Buffalo yet. I, I, I think that, you know, I mean, we've seen, look at the last four games they played. Last four games they played before the playoffs, they played the Panthers, the Patriots, the Falcons, and the Jets. Ooh, those are big scary teams. And the last real good team they played was the Bucks, and they lost that game. So, you know, I I, I really think they're going to come in here, and the Chiefs are going to be ready for them, and they're going to smack them by at least seven. It might even be ten. But uh, I, you know, I, I I expect some back and forth. Uh, they're both great offenses. But uh, I think the Chiefs are going to get them this time. We, we didn't. Our defense wasn't healthy last time. They called back. Holy shit, Pat! Eat a dick, Google Voice. <clears throat> anyway, uh, what I was saying is, like I said, our defense is much better than what it was, and I think that's going to be the difference maker. Uh, we're actually creating turnovers and uh, scoring points with defense and things like that. And you know, I, I'm sure that's going to be a factor in this game. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, bring them on. Let's get them up here. Let's see what's happening. Um, I, I'm kind of hoping the Bengals will beat the Titans just so that brings the, uh, you know, if the Chiefs win, then that brings the championship to Kansas City, which would be great. Uh, I'd hate to have to go to Tennessee. But, uh, you know, we'll do what we got to do. So uh, let's get this first this Bills game out of the way, um, see if we can get past it, and then uh, we'll worry about that next game after that. All right, I'm out. Enjoy the playoffs. See you. Patty, all right. Pat's in here saying a 10-point win and then saying, oh, let's worry about the Bills first. And Hey, man, if you're that confident, just let's go. Straight to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. <laughs> He's pretty confident. Um, all right, well, we'll talk – about the uh we'll talk about what we think of next week in a bit but real yeah let's so let's go to dallas um niners i just want to hear what you have to say because i did all my complaining on this bullshit too yeah i i mean we talked about it on this show last week dallas didn't play anybody they didn't beat anybody and it was very apparent you know and and you know granted they ran into a very um good a very hot team at the time who was playing the best of anybody you know i'm not saying they beat anybody playing at the highest level that they can play as a team and dallas's true colors kind of showed um i missed like the first half of this game and but watched you know pretty um thoroughly the second half and and Everything except the quarterback position on that Saint, on that 49ers team is is pretty 
pretty impressive. You know, we talked about Debo. He's as impressive as a player uh, as anybody in the NFL right now. Um, and and they just, similar to as we were just talking, um, they just manhandled, like the Rams, they just manhandled Dallas. They punched him in the mouth, and Dallas didn't know what to do. You know, uh, I, I wrote it down. It was Ed, I think, called Dak Prescott the Kirk Cousins of the NFC. Yeah, that was Goudreau, yeah. Or Goudreau. He's absolutely right. Oh, I forgot. We went that, back that far for these uh, Dallas comments. He's yeah. absolutely right. He's, he, yeah, he's Kirk Cousins with a better PR, right? And he's, it's, it's Kirk Cousins in a, in a Cowboys uniform. That, Dak is who he is because he's on the Cowboys, and he had a little bit of a, you know, had some success early on in his career, but he hasn't proven anything. And we talked about it early this season. They did uh, hard knocks there, right? And yeah. and kind of, you know, I I like Dak, but I, I don't, tapped out. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't see him leading this team to where it needs to be. I'm surprised. I got to be honest. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't play better offensively. Um, just because, like, I mean. They've got a lot of weapons, but I guess the little-known secret nobody wants to talk about is that the Dallas Dallas doesn't have the best offensive line in football anymore. I mean, that is what right. that's what was their catalyst for. Like, I, I guess it'd be like all the two thousands. I don't know. I mean, they had the best offensive line in football for a long time, but the they just don't now. Sure. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a long time. So I mean, and they've had all this improvement on defense with. Micah Parsons and Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs, but they're a team that was, they were kind of like the Dolphins D from last year. They just, they, they rolled with turnovers. Like they needed to turn the ball over to get going. And, uh, you know, you're playing a team like San Francisco, which is a predominantly a run team. And you even got the mistake out of Garoppolo, which is right. what just kind of makes the loss so much worse. But um, yeah, like the Niners, I, I mean, look, I'm not surprised they lost. Like, what is what's the surprise here? I mean, we both picked the Niners to win outright. Um, not only that, the entire like betting public, it, like the Niners are like the trendiest pick of the weekend. They're like they were the big underdog. You know, everybody was taking them. Why is that? Because. Everybody knew Dallas was nobody, nobody beaten, beat, not beating anybody, winning, winning the worst division in football year after year, and not year after year because, you know, Philly and Washington, it's all, they've all had their little taste of mediocrity. I mean, it's just, it's not a good division. It's a terrible division. It used to be a really good division. Guess what? It's not. And um, I'm just surprised. Before we even talk about the last play and how they handled that drive and stuff, I, I'm a little surprised. Did I think they were going to win? No. Was I getting nervous about our pick as I listened to commentary throughout the week? A little bit because the people who were saying that they liked Dallas, I was like, oh, okay, this could be a problem here. Um, but we stayed with it, didn't change our pick, and boom. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, just a, I'm just a little surprised. I expect more out of Amari Cooper who just disappears for weeks at a time. I know that because of fantasy. Um, they lost Gallup, but they barely had him all year. CeeDee Lamb was kind of just taken out of that game. He didn't have a catch, I think, till the second one, half. One catch the whole game. 
That was the only one. Yeah, yep. um, unbelievable. Um, and look, like you said earlier, the Niners, uh, Debo Samuel is one of the most prolific players in the league right now. The guy takes rushes. He can catch the ball. He's just big. He's a big receiver. He can he can make you miss. He can get open anywhere. Wow. I mean, the thing Jimmy G's lucky to have him. <laughs> the thing that's scary if you're a Dallas fan is the Niners really didn't do anything. Like Garoppolo threw for 170 yards, had a pick. You know, he's 16 for 25, which isn't great. But they rushed the ball 37 times for 170 yards. And everybody had a couple catches. And, you know, and, and Kittle had a one catch for 18 yards. But they they took care of Dallas. I mean, they were up 23-7. to seven. That game was over. Until yeah, why did I, that, what happened in the second half with their offense? I guess like were they just sitting on that score? I mean, they scored at the uh, second to you know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sitting there watching it in the fourth. It was the fourth quarter. They scored at like five minutes to go in the third, and then in the fourth quarter, they just I don't know if they let up the gas or if Dallas just started to press a little bit more. You know, and and it's it's natural. You're up twenty three seven, like. But yeah, they didn't score again, and that's what let Dallas get back into it. I mean, they had a they had a field goal and a back to back you know possessions, and Dallas blew it. <laughs> right, right. It was sixteen seven and a half. That's right, right. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. So yeah, that drive. I mean, listen, I, I can't fault the play call. Because it worked, yeah. you just gotta it's the have a brain. Right? Yeah, yeah, you have to have a brain. I mean, that's coaching there. You got to tell him he's got to get down at the thirty-five. Um, you've got to know as an NFL quarterback to hand the ref the ball. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the biggest so many blunder. factors. Yeah, the biggest blunder is giving the ref the ball. They probably if. Dak hands that ball directly to the official. Do they get a they get a little hometown clock? Do they possibly, you know? But just everything that they did on that whole last drive, it just it just all seemed weird. They just I don't know. It was in general uh not the most well run. I mean, and granted they they did put themselves in a position to potentially win the game tie the game yeah but they they were playing so it was like watching a nervous team try to pull off a comeback like there wasn't i didn't see comp like if it was rogers or brady we're sitting there watching going how is how are they going to win this 24 23 how is this going to happen yeah but you're watching dallas do it and i mean the amount of time the penalties that were called on them to like just take them out of their drives. I mean, so many, they just played so sloppy. It was complete trash. And uh, yeah, so there's no confidence there. I wasn't watching that going, oh man, they're going to pull this off. It was just like, okay, how are we going to fuck this up? And they certainly fucked it up. Well, remember, and then on the last, what was it on the, uh, was it the last drive, the last San Francisco drive, the Dallas 
defensive lineman gets a off or defensive holding on the line because he tackled the center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that is that's the one you were yelling at me, right? You were like, yeah. "That's that's a penalty, TM." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm not trying to say that it isn't." But I'm just saying, and then I, but I wanted to make that point like, oh, there's a fucking hold on every play. Well, yeah, that was a fucking yeah, fucking tackles yeah, the yeah. guy, right? And I agree. Yeah, if, yeah. That, if that's a if that is on the opposite side of the field and it's not as egregious as it was, and that gets called, then yeah, I have an issue with it. I'm with you. But man, yeah. is there is there not a better fan base for that ending to happen to than the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> It's a complete and utter trashing. And then that being said, the memes. Oh my God, they're so just good. they're just glorious. I mean, they've they have what like three playoff wins in the last twenty five years. Is that what is that the line? I mean, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Dak has one, and they they and Romo had a couple and one against the Lions, but that was Romo's whole thing, right? Is that Romo could never win in the playoffs too? They had the, the muff snap. Yep. Right, the the kickoff. He was holding the the field the goal, extra point or field, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, it's. I I just is there. I don't know if there's a, a fan base, maybe except Green Bay, that I would love to see that happen to more. <laughs> Green Bay. But well, you best... you witnessed it last year with Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. But the the best one of the best memes was you know, the it's the one with the guy with his chain on and his girlfriend is you know standing there sulking, and then it's like all right, guess I gotta go put on my Lakers jersey followed up by my Yankees jersey. You know what I mean? It's like oh my god, they're the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, just a quick aside here. Uh, Timberwolves just beat the Knicks. Uh, good job, uh, Chad D. Good for you. Um, but don't worry, I had money on the Timberwolves, so I know what's <laughs> going on here. So um, right after the game, like literally not even 30 seconds after the buzzer, Carl Anthony Towns is on a cell phone on the court at MSG. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, please tell me that's his agent calling and telling him he was just traded to the Knicks. <laughs> like I just I want Great. that guy on the Knicks so bad. But um, – yeah, sorry, Dallas. I mean, you know, that's, I don't I don't feel any sympathy for them. Any Dallas Cowboy fan I know, they're just bandwagoners from the nineties. I, I don't have any sympathy for them for them. Nope. Tough shit. But you know what I was thinking about a lot during that game and the Raider game too? Like, where would my head be at if this is Miami losing these games like this? Like, I don't know if I can handle that. You know, I've never really had to experience losing well usually when we lose in the playoffs we just get our ass kicked so it's just like all right <laughs> you know cool it's over yeah, but you this yeah oh boy i'm not ready for i'm not ready for i'm not ready mentally and emotionally i think for to be rooting for that t- for a, a team in the nfl playoffs yeah it's Ugh. Tough, man. it's well you go up against, you know, the Cowboys, usually they try to give it to you. They, they, they That's really true, did. yes. They really did, except if you ask Dak Prescott, the refs were to blame because I don't know if you saw, he more or less came out and applauded the fans for throwing garbage on the refs. Wow. And he backtracked today. but and I mean, listen, he was kind of making a joke, 
um, he, there, a reporter asked him about fans throwing garbage, and he kind of came out and said, listen, we try our hardest, we do our best. And he thought that the fans were throwing garbage at the Cowboys players and the you know, media, whoever asked the question, the reporter said, no, they were throwing it at the fans. He's like, all right, well, good for them then. Keep it up, you know, joking around. But anyway, um, I well, did one, find it. One, one Dallas player walking off the field, like, put, like hit something yeah, with, with his, his helmet, helmet, right? That was th- yeah, yeah, that was the clip I saw. So, I yeah, mean, it, it was going in their direction, too. Yeah, I think he was following the refs out of the stadium, essentially. So, But, I, listen, I, I, I found it hilarious that the way that game ended, right, they talked about it, they – and I, I can't remember, they didn't review about it. They didn't review it. They just talked about it. And then he just comes on the mic and he's like, the game is over. And then they just book it out of the state. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See ya. Yeah. I loved uh, it. I loved it. All right. Well, better luck next year, Dallas. Way to go. Yeah. Good luck. Roll, roll it back. I mean, McCarthy, really? I mean, there. it looks, sounds like both coordinators are going to be head coaches. Dan Quinn and that oh, Seth, uh, yeah. Seth McFarlane looking. <laughs> what is he, Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore. Boise State product Lions quarterback. I'll tell you what. I don't want either of those guys coaching my team. I don't want any of that residual Dallas in my locker room. I don't know that there are – I shouldn't say ever, but, you know, fan, or coaches, coordinators – that essentially have gotten fired who come back and make good coaches elsewhere. I mean, I know that it's happened and I know Belichick obviously. And although he didn't get fired, he just got poached, right? Well, did, he went from the jets well, yeah. to new England. Is that how it worked? I don't know. No, he, yeah, he kind of got poached. He just checked. He, but he left. Yeah. He didn't get fired from the jets. Okay. He might've got fired from Cleveland though. Yeah. I don't remember. Because he started there. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, Bye-bye, Dallas. Yeah. Bye-bye. We didn't talk about the the Cleveland game. All all I was going to say to Pat was I didn't hear anybody saying that Pittsburgh was going to beat them. I was just, at least in my response was, hey, may want to check the brakes a little bit, take care of business, and get out of there with a win. You know, guys talking about sitting players and shit. I'm like, holy shit. I don't know. Wow. No, I mean, it was a spread. There's a lot, a lot of, you know, people on the side of Pittsburgh with the 12 point, 13 points, whatever you got it at kind of thing. Um, As the weekend unfolded, because I had taken in the pool, I had gone with the Steelers. As the weekend unfolded, I was like, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And then as the weekend started unfolding, I'm like, God damn it, I can't change that pick. I would change it in a heartbeat. <laughs> there's no way after all this, all these other blowouts, there's no way KC blowing out Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, there was a there was a scare. There was a little scare there with the the Watt touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and and them not and that just that just woke them up. <laughs> right. And then not being able to do anything offensively for a quarter and a half. Oh, that yeah. I mean, for forever. I mean, come on, Roethlisberger. No, no, no. It's I meant, I meant, I meant KC. Right? They didn't oh, the score ch- until yeah, 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 yeah. Five minutes left in the second quarter. 
But yeah, Roethlisberger. I mean, to just watching, watching that, uh, watching him play. I mean, he should have retired three years ago, and we got to watch that product. I mean, that 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 was a big. That's a big ugh for me. Like for the for the NFL. Like really. Like you know what that tells me? Get rid of ties. Get rid of ties. Do it like the NHL. If nobody scores in the ten minutes, Have a go kickoff. to a kickoff. <laughs> yeah. Just to determine a winner and a loser. I mean, come on. Ties. Yeah. Well, soccer? Yeah. I mean, no. The score would be 3 nothing if it was soccer. <sighs> All right. At least there'd be at least there'd be a winner. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I think this this goes to my point is just get rid of the 7th team. Just give Kansas City their bye like they deserved. And have the other two games, and let's go. Let's be done with it. Both these games, Tampa, Kansas City, they're useless games. All they did was get people hurt. Yeah. Would have had the same outcome like you said before. Except they didn't. They they couldn't call it Super Wild Card Weekend. Well, listen. What? Why do we have a seventh team? And like, what's the? Correlation between 17 games and a seventh team. Is there any now? And like, it's eventually going to be 18 games. Like, no, because we had seven last year with 16 games, right? Right. Okay. You're right. Yeah. It was just to get, you know, it's the years that New England doesn't make the playoffs with 10 wins. I mean, that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. that right? Right. That happens a lot. It happens more than you think, though. But it's awesome when it happens to teams like New England and the Chargers, but I didn't like when it happened to my team. All right, let's get <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Whoa, that. Let's whoa. get to divisional yeah, weekend. I'm gonna play sounder. Here the play the real playoffs. They come and take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling No, I won't be gambling, TM But you might I be with be. my money Whoa! Hey! <laughs> Alright Where do you want to start? I mean, I mean we, can, we can make our picks We can talk about it a little bit and then we can get out of here. But what is the first game? Right. I guess let's go with the schedule. What is the first game of the weekend? All right. Saturday, 4.30 p.m., Bengals at Titans. I will just say to you right now, I have got no feel for this game whatsoever. I feel like it's been weeks, months since we've seen the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I almost, one of, about the Bengals, I almost texted you as I was watching that game, and I was going to say, I think this is the first time I've watched the Bengals play all year, but it wasn't. It was the second, because I also watched them beat the Raiders in Vegas in the regular season, because I had bet the Bengals on your, because you had picked them. Oh. And uh, so I've only seen that, I've only seen the Bengals play the Raiders all year. 
Uh, I saw highlights from like the you know the Chiefs game, the Chiefs win recently. But I don't have a feel on this game. I need the injury report for Tennessee. Is Derrick Henry playing? It, you know what's their receiver situation? You know, and then I have a very strong rooting interest in the Bengals based solely on the fact that I hate the Titans. Like just just my fan blood hates the Titans. Yeah. Yep. So it, it disgusts me they're the number one seed. Um, well, really, I should be more worried at the rest of the AFC, such as the Bills and the Chiefs. But I don't. I don't get it. I don't get the one seed here. Um, they get to play the Jaguars twice. They get to play the Texans twice. They get to play the, the trash franchise Colts twice, who obviously ended up being shit. Um. So I got no read. Give me something here. I don't even know who I like to win. I want the Bengals to win badly. Three and a half point spread in Vegas, by the way. Titans minus three and a half. So, I mean, the Bengals have... And a a 46 and a half over under, which is not a lot of points. I just feel like all year last year, the Titans, we we just trashed their defense. Like, they were winning games... 50 to 42 and stuff. I mean, it was just, you know, highlights would just be Henry running for another 80 yarder and just no D being played back and forth. Tons of points. You know what I mean? I just don't, I don't have a read on this team at all. So I think they lost to the jets. Well, that is true. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, I mean, the game plan for the Titans is, Essentially run the ball, clock management, keep the ball out of Burrow's hands, and win the game, not in a shootout, but, you know, playing solid defense and maintaining control of the game. They're at home. Uh, I think Cincy's going to have a little bit of a hangover. You know, they won their first playoff game in 31 years, leaving the Lions behind. Now the oldest or longest uh, time frame without winning a playoff game, um, but this was a this was a big win for the Bengals against the Raiders, and you know they did they did what they had to do. They put up twenty six against the Raiders. That's nothing. It's not forty nine. It's not forty two. I mean, they did what they had to against the Raiders, but. I think Tennessee's rested. They're getting their guy back. Makes it so Tannehill can just be Tannehill. And I I just I don't I don't think the Bengals are ready. I don't think Joe Burrow is ready. I love Joe Burrow. But I don't think he's ready. If you remember, Jamar Chase halfway through the season disappeared for four weeks. Is that gonna happen again? Maybe so. If I'm going to make a pick, TM, I'm taking the Titans. They're at home, the number one seed for a reason. And if I'm wrong, I'm happy. I like the Bengals. They're kind of my Cinderella team. But I just – Burrow did what he had to do. The franchise did what they needed to do. And, you know, come find me next year. Then we're being talking about the Bengals. This year, they got their win. Move on to next year. It's like the Bills. Take some time. Take some time to get to where you're going. Give me the Titans. Uh, quick 
Game break. 14 minutes left in the Duke game, down three. Oh, you called it. Down five, down five. I did. Oh, shit. They lose. They always lose this game. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the Bengals, and this is why. I think one of the reasons I hate Tennessee is because Tennessee in in the recent past has been in this position the Bengals are in. And without me going to research and point out exactly when. Oh, they beat KC. Yeah. I think it was, that was Alex Smith's last year, right? That was a tremendous upset. Um, so I'm going to say, because I don't think that the, the Titans are that much better or mu- that much more talented. So I think the Bengals can play a great game here. And absolutely win it. So I'm going to take them and uh, say that Tennessee's going to get it, get what they've given to other people. I don't know. Go go Bengals. Fuck the Titans. <laughs> How about right. that? There you go. All right. Like there you it. go. All right. What's next? Took me, took me two minutes to get to the truth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Saturday night, we get the first look at the playoff Green Bay Packers at home. Niners coming in. Vegas has it at a five and a half point six now on DraftKings. Packers minus six right now. Wow. Over under 47 and a half. I am uh, scrolling to the weather. Let me see what. To... It's going to be 40 here tomorrow. But that ain't. <clears throat> I'm just I'm just gonna just take this one real quick while you look that up because the weather doesn't matter to me. Uh, this is a Packer win. Um, they're just better. I'm so impressed with their defense this year. I thought it was something that has lacked for them in the past. Um, they they will slow down the Niners' run game, and it's Jimmy G versus Aaron Rodgers, so it's gonna be a party at Lambeau. Um. Packers on a mission, Rodgers on a mission. Last year was fucking ridiculous, and uh, they're out to avenge Packers. Yep, I'm with you. There's not much to say here. I think think San Fran did as much as they could do, and Aaron Rodgers is unbelievably playing at another level from – Yeah. Almost every other quarterback in this, I mean, he is. He is playing above everybody that's still in these playoffs. And until somebody stops him, I don't know what you're going to do. And like you said, TM, the defense was something that they they weren't sure about. You know, they weren't sure what was going to happen. You have one of the best receivers in football, a solid running game, and you've got Aaron Rodgers. I and I I don't know that I can. And you have Aaron Rodgers at home in Green Bay, 22 degrees. By the way. Okay. That's not bad. No. 14 degrees. Sorry. Okay. It's high of 22. Getting a little worse. <laughs> 7 <laughs> degrees at one air. Let's see. 11 p.m. 10 degrees. So somewhere between okay, so 14 about and 15, 10 degrees. Yeah. I'm supposed to snow right, during now. the day. So in the morning. Awesome. Packers all day. I just got to figure out if I'm actually going to lay the wood on that one. I probably will. Hopefully it'll come back down a little. All right, so now to Sunday, 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 Bonner. three p.m. kickoff. The- <laughs> oh, I love the three p.m. I forgot. Three p.m. The Rams of Los Angeles head 
to visit Super Bowl champion Tom Brady's. Sorry, Tampa Brady's. I mean Tampa Bay Tampa Buccaneers. Bay. No Fournette. No Godwin. I mean, maybe Fournette, but probably not. Yeah, I haven't heard And much. these two key injuries on this O-line. Okay. We're, I'm going to, since we're, since we're recording. What? What's his name? Werfs. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Wordsmith. Wordsmith. Listen, if those guys are out, this is a Rams win. I'm going to, it's Tuesday here. We're picking. I just, um, I just, I'm impressed with the Rams. I'm impressed with the D, the D line, what they did to Arizona. Um, and then we have question marks on Tampa's O-line. I mean, that's a recipe for a victory. That's how the Giants did it twice. Um, it's what works in the postseason. So I'm going to identify, I think, an upset here. And uh, I guess I'm picking all upsets, right, except for the Chalk Packers. Yeah, give me the Rams, man. I think I'm feeling it. I think I'm feeling Brady goes out here because I don't – it's it's very hard to repeat and um, – yeah, I don't think they're going to do it, man. I think I think the Rams are going to pull this off. All right. So I'm reading as you were talking there. I was just reading. So yeah, Tristan Wirfs says he's in a walking boot, but Bruce Arians announced on Monday uh, that he has a chance to play. Uh, their center, who is the other offensive lineman, Ryan Jensen, um, also appeared to suffer an injury, but he didn't miss a snap. Um, but both of those will be decided on Friday. And then the same with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Um, I said they're both, though both backs are uncertain to suit up and that the team will see if Fournette can run in full speed, uh, on his injured hamstring. So there you go. It could be, you could, you could not have all four of them, but with that said, with that said, I, is this the same situation as Joe Burrow with Stafford? I mean, Stafford got his that elusive win in the playoffs that he was missing. I think the difference here is that he's been in the league for 10 years. He knows what it takes. And that defense is manhandling people. Fuck. I don't know, man. We're talking about... The Rams, if you want to say, coming off a short week, right? Uh, going across the country. Ah, mm. uh, yes, the Monday night. <laughs> We've yeah. been talking about that for two weeks now. Yeah, yeah. That's true, though, because I was talking about that with Kerry. I, was, I, was, I kept saying her all day Sunday. I was like, oh, you're definitely playing Saturday. You have to. <laughs> like, these, this team has to play Sunday. Right, of course. Yeah. Right, across. It's an early, earlier start. I mean, it's not terrible. It's like noon their time. That's true. That is nah, true. This is the playoffs. This is the playoffs. Come on. It is the playoffs, and with that, I'll take Tom Brady's 35 playoff wins and Matt Stafford's one. So, give me Tampa Bay. And, and right. Arians, too. You know, and can we talk three seconds about Sean McVay? I mean, is this guy the biggest douche? <laughs> sorry i uh, i just i cannot stand him 
He like <laughs> he was like cool, and like now he is just a. Oh. Ah! All right. I think he's the same douche he's always been. I I guess <laughs> I I used to kind of like that he was young and this upcoming coach and. Give me, give me TB12. Let's go. All right. Let's oh, go. boy. Sunday night football. And then the, it's the main event. The main event. All right. Wet the palate for this one. TM, you should be drinking a Hop, Hop Slam uh, on Sunday night at <sighs> 630. I'm just going to keep sending you pictures until you... Break. 13 days. Come on, I'm almost there. I'm 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 past the midway point. I'm going to make it. Don't worry. I'm proud Don't of worry. You. I'm proud of you. Cuz I want to go back to drinking, you know, whiskey on this show or That's bourbon. Right. February, baby. We're drinking. Let's do it. Let's do All it. right. Bills, Bills and Kansas at Chiefs. City. Vegas opened the line at Chiefs minus 2. Which Tells me several things. A, it's if you do the automatic three points for the home team, they're actually favoring the Bills. Yep. Uh, they're begging you to take the Chiefs. And uh, I think Vegas thinks the Bills are going to win the game, as do I. I cannot, I mean, I have to sit and watch this team every week. But I'll tell you what, this team has got something going on. And their D, if their D can slow down the Chiefs at all, which I think they can, which it's already did in the regular season. I understand it was a different team then and yada, yada, yada. But the X factor here, and I know everybody, you know, it's Pat Mahomes and whatever. But, and I understand Kelsey is very important. The Bills don't know how to stop him. I don't think it matters. I think Josh Allen's is just on a run here. Um, and I think they I think they get it done, and I think it's going to be somewhat similar to the last meeting, but not as convincing of a win. But I just I just think after New England, did I already like run through this, or was I saying this to my wife earlier? But after that loss, it was the show. After that loss Monday night against New England, yeah. everything's changed, and they're the team we've expected them to be. And uh, I just think I've said it all year. I think the Chiefs are beatable. And in this spot here, I think the Bills get it done. They're going back to the AFC Championship game. That's the goal. The goal in the locker room wasn't – the Bills don't say we have to beat the Chiefs. Like, we have to get over the hump of beating the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs in the regular season. So they now know they can do it. So this is, this is just them. They are on a mission to get to the AFC Championship game, and I think they get it done. And then, hey, the Bengal, if the Bengals could win, then the Bills can get that AFC Championship home game, like Patrick said in his call about the Chiefs. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, def, I definitely like that. I really like the Bills in this game. I, I, I think, I just think there's just, they've got it. They've got it going on. Who said it's the Bills' year? Oh, Ed did. Ed said he's a postseason Bills fan now. There you go. So, uh, yeah. Bills. Does it worry you at all after this game on Saturday that the Bills have somewhat blown their load? Like, listening to Bilenok 
and seeing his messages, his tweets, his social media posts. I mean, you would have thought that the Bills won the fucking Super Bowl. Aren't we I didn't see that? Uh... Aren't we past that with the Bills? Like, their goal, and I don't know how the team, I don't follow the team, but their goal isn't beating the Patriots. Their goal isn't playing the, you know, perfect offensive game. Their goal is to make it to the Super Bowl. Right. And you would have thought that they won the Super Bowl last week. Yeah, but you're, you're, basing, that, you're basing that on a fan's reaction. Yeah, but, I mean, yes. Yes, but. Is there a little bit of truth behind the rest? I don't know. I think playing the Patriots did them a little bit of a disservice. I think they they got a little bit ahead of themselves. And I just don't know if they're ready, TM. I just don't know that they're ready. Give me Andy Reid. Give me the Chiefs. Give me Mahomes. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. He's learned his lesson from his early mistakes this season. It's gonna be the Chiefs, man. I'm sorry, Bills fans. It's gonna be the Chiefs. You're just not there yet. All right. Just not. All there right. Yet. So. All right. So we've got three uh, head-to-heads. Very interesting. So we'll have. We'll actually have playoff uh, records. That'll be different next there week. There you go. Because right now go. we're both six and six. I mean, right now we're experts. Six and oh. Six and oh. Six and oh. Thank you. Six for six. Six and oh. All right. What's the better NFC championship matchup in your opinion? Packers Rams or Packers Bucks? I guess Packers Bucks because the quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. You, Stafford going to Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a good recipe. <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my, this year's philosophy is you ain't just, you just ain't ready yet. And that's going to go for a lot of these guys, the Bengals, the Rams, the bills. One of them will prove me wrong, but for now, I don't think so. For the sake of our listeners, I hope, you know, for, for most of you, I hope it's the bills. Sorry, Chiefs. Been there, done that. But I hope it's the Bills. <laughs> I just don't think it will be. Um, a Brady at Rodgers. You rooting for Brady? Yeah, I hope Rodgers falls into Lake Michigan. What are you talking about? Like rooting for Brady? <laughs> like, fuck Rodgers. He's gonna be the best quarterback the... ever not to win two Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't really like hate or care about any of these teams, but I want. I want the Titans out. I mean, if it if it could be the Bills to do it in two weeks, that's great too. But I want that team out. I don't want to see Tannehill in the Super Bowl. I don't want their coach to get a Super Bowl victory. I don't like his face. Um, AJ Brown, huge disappointment in fantasy. I hope he loses. Julio Jones, just a career disappointment when drafting him in the first round in fantasy. Say, that's all fantasy related. <laughs> It's just all everything related. Now, the Titans uh, and the Texans have been complete and utter warts on the Dolphins' uh, assholes for so long. Do Dolphins have assholes? Yeah, anyway. I think so. They're mammals, right? They shit. I mean, lots of things have assholes, even non-mammals. 
next week on the science show. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here, Jim. Uh, I will say, though, with all that said, I, I think for the sake of the Super Bowl, I think we want the Packers in it. And then yeah. I think the Chiefs or the Bills, I think, will be – that's what you want. Yeah. Either of those games yes. will be great. And um, The Chief-Packer matchup, it's just got – I mean, that would probably be the ultimate Super Bowl because, like, isn't it that the two times they've played with Mahomes in the league, Rodgers has not played or – I think that's true, right? Like they've never, we've never seen Rodgers versus Mahomes. I think that I think when they, because it happened, did it not happen this year? Yeah, Rodgers with the COVID and stuff. Oh, was that this? That was he was out this year with that. Yes, so I'm pretty sure. Um, maybe Pat. I know Pat and Brendan are probably just screaming. Actually, everybody who's listening probably knows this, <laughs> but I do believe they've never actually faced each other. So. That would be big time. And if but I'm then you wrong, could do Bra- that's Brady only because I actually didn't know. Right, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Fuck the Titans. Go Bills. Fire up Bills. Have a good night. Fire up Bills. All right. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.